of Unapologetically Anxious Me. We are with a special guest in the building today. We have Chaz Coggins. Say hi. What's going on, everybody? (laughs) So this is just a really exciting um, episode because a couple episodes ago, I sat down and had played a game to be known Um, which was a card game with my friend Maddie. And it was just a random game that I came across um, on TikTok, I think first, and then Instagram. And it was, it just appealed to me because I love to get into like deep conversations with people about, you know, everything under the sun in terms of like really getting to know them and the person you know, of who they are and just connecting with people and really being vulnerable and being like, kind of just making sure that like, we're, we're getting to know the people beyond the surface. And so that was something that I really vibed with. And I, I, I don't think I even saw you in, in any of the videos, it was just the questions and I kept, it just kept coming up on my feed. And so I was like, clearly, you know, this is the stuff that I, you know, follow. So I was like, this kept coming up for a reason. So I was like, um, I got to see this. And then I went trying to like look for it. And I think um, I ended up reaching out and um, I was like, I have to play this game. And it wasn't out. I was so disappointed that it wasn't out yet. So I was like, anyways, I have to find a way to play this game. I, it's just my thing, and I, I really dragged my friend Maddie into playing. <laughs> and um, you know, I didn't think that it would turn into um, this, but I, I'm really excited to be connecting with you. And today happens to be your launch, so tell me a little bit about that. How is this going? How are you feeling? Yeah, uh, today is the launch date, December seventeenth. Um, mm-hmm launch at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time this morning. Uh, launched it on Amazon, but the best way to kind of get to the game is through my website, which has the Amazon link attached. So Um But I feel, I feel really good. It's interesting because it feels like it's been a very long time in the making. And from talking to like some of my closest friends, they're like, it really hasn't been like that long. Finished, <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like, I mean, it's been my baby for, you know, the past seven, eight months, maybe just a little bit longer around that time. Um, but yeah, it's my passion project. So to actually see it be in somebody's hands, you know, for, to actually see the product um, be on a website and to actually know that that product can actually be delivered to somebody. Um, it's kind of mind blowing. And really the hope is that people will dive into deeper conversations and really walk away from each conversation more seeing, 
um, in comparison to when they first entered into that conversation. So yeah, it, long story short, it feels great. Uh, I'm super stoked. Well, I, I can see and how excited you are because as someone who creates herself, like I, I, I just was so excited to just launch my first book. And <laughs> I know the feeling of like just seeing your thing and the thing that you wanted to do for so long just come to fruition. Um, so like, it, it just feels good. And I, I, I congratulations. <laughs> so tell me about To Be Known. Like, what was the story around that? Like, what made you want to create this card game? Like, what was the concept? Yeah, uh, great question. So just backstory, I really love game nights. It's a lot of fun. I like yeah. love And me and my friends, we always, just have really good conversations. So just backstory with why I like games. Um, so really to be known came about from one of my closest friendships. Um, this individual, like I would say, like anybody who knew us, they would basically say like, we were like family, like was always around them. Uh, and they just really meant a lot to me. And then I found out you know, fast forward that they were like suicidal and like I had no clue. So it really allowed me to start asking questions of like, you know, what, what have we been talking about? Like, I thought we were like, like this and I didn't know. And like, how did I miss it? And it was just a lot of like regret not knowing. Um, and hopefully, you know, and I honestly, like, I was like, man, like, if I would have known, maybe something would have been a little different. So I got, like, set with that for a while. And it really allowed me to start wanting to go deeper in my friendships. I said, love game nights. I already, already thought I was having some important conversations. But when I really look back at it, it was more on the surface level uh, in some ways. And I really wanted to, like, start diving deeper into those conversations. Uh, with people. So really that was how it started. And then it just kind of became this big conglomerate of having a lot of conversations with friends and talking with friends and family and seeing these kind of like similar questions and this similar like way of living come up, no matter how different we are, you know, a lot of those like conversations started coming up. And I was like, huh, like there's something here. And it really just started from just like having conversations, writing questions down to it growing into something more. So yeah, that's essentially how To Be Known started. Uh, and then eventually just having a lot of beautiful conversations with friends and like, you should probably, you should probably do something like this. Uh, yeah. Wow. Damn, that's real. <laughs> I feel that. And I think the fact that there's this element, I mean, for me, I connect with the fact that there's this mental health element to it because that that's what drew me to the game to begin with is that we so often are connecting on the surface and aren't, aren't really getting to know people for who they really are. And I play games like this like all the time. And like, <laughs> that's my idea of fun. And um, like, that's probably not other people's idea of fun. Um, I have a lot of these type of games and they're all kind of constructed in the same way, but like, and I don't, 
I haven't like seen yours like yet. So I'm looking forward to my set. From what I've like looked at and the questions that you've, you know, shown through the vid videos and stuff on TikTok and on Instagram, it's constructed in a very different way that allows you to have a conversation that isn't leading with like some sort of some with like an ulterior motive or like something else in mind it's really about i here's this human in front of you and what's beyond what you're seeing you know and i loved that and did you come up with all of that on your own did you just sit there i mean like i'm i'm a writer so i mean i could do that but like was was that the process or uh, a little bit of that and a lot of just great meals. So one of my best friends uh, or my best friend, uh, they are a phenomenal cook. Uh, so it really just was a lot of like meals and beautiful conversations. Food, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I wouldn't even call myself a foodie, but like whenever I go to the house, I'm like, all right. Yeah, just a lot of just like beautiful conversations. And then I am very, I'm very like disciplined and like I like having a schedule. So around the time when I was making the game, I intentionally took some time off of work, like a few months off of work. And that's just the beauty of my job. I'm able to do that in some regard. But I intentionally took a few months off and every day just hammering out, hammering it out, like thinking, reading a bunch of different content uh, around that time as well. Uh, also just really seeing how I feel as though mental health is kind of just starting to like come into conversation, you know? Um, and I was just like, man, like, like, is this, is this weird for me to bring up some of these questions in, in a game? But I was like, well, the goal is for people to really like feel connected with other humans and like, yeah, we should talk about some of this stuff. So I really wanted to make sure that it, it didn't just fall into every other category, you know? Uh, and obviously there's 100% some similarities with my game in comparison to some other ones, but I didn't want it to just be, oh, that's just another another dating game or oh, that's just another. Yeah. I just didn't want that. Like I wanted something a little bit more, um, and like those games have their place for sure. Um, but I was really hoping to get a little bit more from it. And, and honestly, the game, you know, is is as, um, the game is as, I guess I should say, vulnerable as you are willing to be, right? Like the game is as impactful as you're willing to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell people like, this probably isn't the go if, you know, you're just looking for like, hey, so what was the, like, what was the score on the last, you know, <laughs> whatever, or like, this isn't like, you know, super table talk, um, like very, I don't think of the word, like, like really the questions aren't in a way tailored toward just super surface level, just like, um, like icebreakers, that's the word I'm looking for, you know? Um, like, especially as you continually increase in the tiers. Yeah, I like that, I'm excited. So I think it's not very often that you see like in our community, in the black community that there, um, 
we're given permission to be vulnerable, especially men, you know? So um, it's, it's cool to see a man in this space leading in this way and encouraging men to have these conversations and other people, people in general. So how do you, how do you feel about that in terms of your game? Like, do you hope that that has an impact? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, like I just back, like I grew up very, you know, Afrocentric, like celebrated like my blackness in my home. Um, and there's a lot of beauty in that. Um, but also we didn't really talk about emotions and like, I was always yeah. up to be strong, you know, don't cry, man up, you know, whatever that means. I'm really glad that I think our society is like diving into a lot of the negative sides of what that can mean to people. Um, so hundred percent, like making this definitely have the outlook of man, like I hope this has impact and people who look like me, you know, especially hundred percent men as well, everybody, but definitely like, I would hope that like another man who's African-American can look at this and say, hmm, that guy can be real and he can really say what's going on in his life, you know, and not be seen as weak, you know, um, maybe I can. So yeah, it definitely, without a doubt, has impact. And I really hope that it pushes and already have ideas of what I want to do next within the game space after this. Can't dive too deep into it. Okay. You, you got to tell me what you're going to do next now. <laughs> Your ideas. Uh, I really would hope that like our community really like rallies behind a lot of like the brokenness that we've had to, you know, hold to say, you always have to be tough. You can't let the world see you as weak because when you always wear that mask, like it eventually becomes glued to you. You can't separate yourself between what you're projecting to the world. So, yeah. Yeah, I fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, like that, that that's really on brand for me because like it's really all I I, I aim to do with my platform especially um, I, I aim to really show not just the power and vulnerability but the power and vulnerability and within the black space within our community um, just because I, I think for so long we, we just don't have very many areas where we're given permission to to not be the strong figure you know and and I want I want that to be celebrated and encouraged and vulnerability to not be this thing that that people view as weakness and I think there's such beauty in seeing people like you and different people have these all these different avenues that are really showing showing our community in different lights and how we can we can approach vulnerability in very different ways and this game might just be a one way of doing it because i think that i think that it, even because it's not specific to any type of relationship you can easily take this to a setting where a mother, daughter, or a father and a son is having some sort of issue in a family situation. 
and you're like, listen, I have no idea how to talk to you, but let's just go through these cards. And it gives you a way to, it gives you the words and suddenly, and, and you're right, it, you can be, it's as impactful as you're willing to allow it to be. And maybe you go through it the first time, it's not, you're not willing to quite go there, but maybe the second time you're, you're like, I'm ready to open up and answer that question again, you know? And then, you know, maybe that question was a little too deep. So you're going to hide it away and come back to it, <laughs> yeah. you know? Usually, even like in the instructions, you know, I'll, I'll tell people if you don't, if you don't feel comfortable answering it, don't feel pressure. You know, like I'm, I'm really big into that because I do think people, they get to their space of comfort. They get to transparency at their own time. And I don't think it should be, you know, forced um, to make somebody step into a space that they're not ready to. Um, and then also, I think something I aim for, I was like, I really want them to hold the questions flow through different seasons, right? So like, you know, you play a game, you pick it up and then boom, you can never, because those are specific, right? But it's like, as we grow, as we adapt, as we change as humans, like, our, the season this year for me was different than the season last year. And then hopefully next year will be different, you know? So hopefully those conversations will still have weight and have weightiness. Um, and then hopefully those cards will allow people to still give a different response in a different season. Super cool. I think that's cool. I like it. Yeah. So, as I was doing some deep diving and research, <laughs> I did not quite realize what I uh, went, okay, because I ran across the game first and then I dived some more. <laughs> I can't miss not being on the platform. I don't really like being on social media that much. TikTok, <laughs> the only reason I even got on it is because my website designer, who's like my home, like my homie, that's my home girl. Uh, he was like, you need to make videos. And I was like, I don't want to make no videos. Like, uh, so, you know, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. <laughs> so um, Chaz, you, you have a, a, a past with a, a reality TV and um, inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> um, see, when we had our conversation initially, you know, I, I wasn't uh, fully aware of this. I just, I just knew based on a few Google searches, you know, I uh, was like, okay, okay. He's been on TV, blah, blah. like, okay, cool, whatever, cool. But I, this game though, I, I'm really into this game, you know? So I didn't really like think about the other stuff, you know? And so yesterday I'm like, I should probably watch this show, right? <laughs> I Google Chaz and I'm like, why is the show, why is this the first clip that comes up? And I look at this clip and I'm like, you have some spinning to do. <laughs> so I've been a fan of Married at First Sight, like the, the show for a while. So I get like that thing, you know? And Unnaturals like was something I'd heard of, but like, it's like a spinoff, but like, I didn't really think about it. But like, I, I, I watched it yesterday and it, Boy, was it entertaining. 
Like, you are, you got layers. I'm guessing you originally wanted to be on Married at First Sight? Yes. There's a story behind it, and I'll, I'll dive into it. Okay. Backstory. Uh, really, the reason that it happened was I, so it happened around COVID, right? So uh, I'm a nurse, uh, so I do travel nursing. Cool. My sister is too. Ah, shout out to the nurses. I love it. Um, so <clears throat> during this time, um, I originally wasn't going to travel. Um, I was in a relationship at that time. Relationship ended. And then I was like, you know what? Uh, and it was actually, I was like, you know what? I want to travel. I want to go out, see the world, spend some time in Italy. <laughs> Got back. And then me and one of my really close friends decided to go do travel nursing. So we went out to New York and we just always had beautiful conversations, um, me and him. And we were talking about not missing out on any opportunities that the universe presents to us. Needless to say, the next week I get um, a phone call about this show. And I'm not into reality TV. Like I don't really watch TV that much, to be honest. I get a phone call about this show. So I was like, what is it? Thought it was a scam. Found out it wasn't. And was talking to one of my good friends about it. And was talking to my family about it. And I was so surprised that everybody was like, oh my gosh, you gotta do this. This is amazing. And also at that time I did some work and I felt like I like did some healing process as well. So I felt like I was ready. And then also like just in that season of life, I was like, you know what, like I, I do feel as though that like I am ready and ready to step into the role of a husband. Um, and really my mindset was, you know, what if, and I think that's the way I like to view my life in some ways, not in a negative sense of like, oh, well, I, if I don't do this or if I do this, what if happens, right? I was like, be positive, like, yo, like, but what if this could happen? You know? Yeah. I really like to be a lot more optimistic in that regard. So my mind was, well, what if I go on the show and meet like the love of my life? And then, you know, we do life from there. Um, so I was like, I'm going to go in it with that mindset. And that's the mindset I want to do it. Made it to where like the last little bit didn't get picked. And then got reached out to again later about being on the yeah, Unmatchables. And then that's where that whole show kind of took off. That was their, uh, it was their first season. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a very cool opportunity. Um, we definitely talked about some, I would say some previous state experience. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was intriguing, uh, but it was fun. I mean, even even to this day, like I'm friends with a lot of those people from the show. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing romantic came out of it with the person I was on a date with, but like, she's my homie. And like, I met Pastor Kyle and Dr. You know, the Dr. Viana, like they're dope people, very wise. And I think, you know, if, if I had to take away one thing really from that was something that Pastor Kyle said, he said, I hope I don't butcher it, but essentially it was the equivalence of, you know, let like the attraction, the attractiveness of like a female be like the interview, 
to get them to like the table for you to like, don't let that be the reason that they get the job to like really get to do life with you. If that's all you're basing on, like really dive deep into their values. If you all are cohesive together, um, if you all share the similar vision for life together, you know, I'm very adventurous, love pushing past my limits. And, you know, I would have to be with somebody who sees life in that way. Um, so long story short, that was a, that was a huge lesson for me from Pascal. And I think it made me like reassess how I was entering into some relationships. Um, That's cool. So like the process behind like married at first sight is very much real. Like, uh, I mean, I would always tell people is reality TV. I can't get too much. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, is there like, um, at least is there like therapy and like real? No, I didn't make it. Cut of Married at First Sight. So the dynamic of how that show is set up, I would, I don't know. I can't talk directly to that because, like, I didn't make it to that portion. I made it to like the final cut, and it was like, no, I get you. All right, cool. So gotcha. As that, but as far as like a matchables, you know, legit, like I was like sitting eating lunch with you know, Pastor Kyle, Dr. V was in my house, we we're talking, having like real conversations, you know, and then yeah, like what was it like to go through that experience though, like to be in that environment? Oh, it's uncomfortable. Like, first of all, there's a camera on you, like, it's, it's just different. It's, it's, it is, it is. Um, but like when somebody's like pulling up your trash and your garbage, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so invasive. 100%, but like it was, it was beautifully uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely know that there's been some growth since that point. That's cool. And how do you feel about how you were portrayed? I mean, I think, I think there's some, I think there's some, you know, aspects of truth in it. Also, I will always say, I think, it's reality TV too. So I think people always have to somewhat tell a narrative. I mean, I felt as though I wasn't, you know, I would definitely say I know for sure I like having conversations with people. And for the most part, I feel as though I can carry on a conversation pretty well. So other than that, I would. No, I mean, it's funny. I, for me, like watching it and having conversations with you, I just kept trying to make it make sense. <laughs> I was trying to make the two personalities in my head make sense with the to be known person. <laughs> and what I was seeing from this episode, it was it just wasn't tracking for me. Um, so, but then I went back and I watched it again. <laughs> I told you I had to study. <laughs> and I watched it again because I felt like I didn't give it a fair assessment, you know, the first time. And then I realized when you were in the date, um, the beginning, like, I, I'm sure you said, like you said, it was very uncomfortable. And me being like super socially awkward, I figured like, all these cameras, I can tell, like, maybe it wasn't the most comfortable environment. And you probably weren't, like, super fascinated by the bottles. As I'm not they- saying, you know, like, the legit, <laughs> of me, like, trying to, like, mix a drink, that was legit. Like, 
I like I always <laughs> drink you know, whiskey, but like I don't miss drinks. So like when they're like, "Oh, make a," sh-, I was like, "I don't know what to do." I'm trying. You're probably like, "This is really super awkward." Yeah. <laughs> Like the guy that made dreams, it wasn't me because I, I don't. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna pretend like I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> With anything, you're fine. Half this, half that. It probably tastes good. <laughs> but as the as you settled down and you started conversing, I I started seeing the like. I can tell like this Chaz was like. And that's why I was like, he he redeemed himself like the last three minutes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I was like, the editors could have been a little bit more nicer. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, though, like I was on a show before um, or it was about this show, but it was like an interview and they were asking about the awkward silence. I mean, honestly, like Renice looked amazing and you know, I'm pretty sure if you walked in the room, anybody would be at a loss for words, you know? Yeah. Hi, Joe from the future here. Don't know where my brain was in that moment, but Renice is absolutely gorgeous. I thought her personality on the show was just so captivating and I love, love, loved her and I stand her. I hope she found love. I hope she's doing well and found somebody who is just as amazing as she was. I think it's really cool. Um, you're a very interesting person. But you said that you're an RN as well? Yeah. Okay, cool. And you're a traveling nurse and you're, where are you now? Right now, so home is ATL, but right now I'm in St. Louis for a little bit. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's cool here. Cool. That's really interesting. Since um, you've created this game, what is your biggest like goal in producing this? Like, what what do you hope that is going to do? Yeah. So I would say the biggest goal for me, really, what I'm aiming for is I just I just want people to know that like they're not alone. Right, like I think we go through life so much and we feel isolated, we feel alone, we feel like we can't connect with other people. And you know, that one person that feels that way, guess what? There's like 10 other people, 20, you know, name a number, a million other people that feel that way. And if there could be some connecting point for people to at least start the conversation, like I, like the point of the game isn't to carry the conversation is literally just to start the conversation, you know? And if people can feel as though that they don't feel completely isolated out here in life and that they're doing life solo and that they have some tool to navigate those conversations with, then I don't know, I would feel as though that like I'm doing purposeful work, you know? Yeah, that's, that's all anyone can hope for. And I think that what you're doing is already a step in that direction like I think that it's impactful already in the way that it's set up to be so simple and accessible and and that's what I think those are the kind of resources that people need um, because it's not always easy for people to um, 
address their mental health or to go to a professional or get help directly or say that they need help. And sometimes it takes having that connection or that specific conversation with a loved one to just break that barrier down. And I think that this game is going to like open up so many doors and it's going to provide so much healing for so many people. And I think that's the most beautiful part of it is like, is that it, it's going to, it's going to actually do things that's going to help people. And, and that's, and that, that's all like, I think that we need that so much right now. <laughs> we need that so much as a society, but like, I think as a community, I think that that's really what we need is healing. Yeah. 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 We can walk away with a sense of community from playing to be known like the mark for real. Yeah. So what's, what do you want everyone to know about Chaz? Like what's next for Chaz? Two things. Uh, what is next for me? Well, right now is getting through this cold weather here in St. Louis. <laughs> Listen, I'm in Minnesota. You can't, you can't complain. <laughs> I was like, ran outside today to get something from a car. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, I don't know. Um, but really though, what's next for me, I think just like, a, I think I said this earlier, the way I live my life, like I always want to just be growing. And I always want to be pushing past my limits. Um, I I used to get I used to be hard on myself about not feeling, you know, particularly led to like just one thing. And I realized that I think the way I'm designed is like I love a lot of different things, right? Like I have a lot of different passions that like I really care about. Um, you know, and I'm just excited to like learn and dive deep into what those passions are. So to say fully, you know, um, what the next thing is, I don't know. Um, but I can say hopefully it's full of passion and that is impactful. Cool. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you like stopping by and doing this with me. Um, I, I am so proud of what you're doing and I, I love this shit. So I uplift anyone who's doing this. And um, so good luck on everything you have going. Congratulations. I am ordering mine ASAP tonight because <laughs> we will be playing that game regularly, friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really excited for you. and. Congratulations again. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on. And like, I've definitely did my research. And like, I love what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, everyone, that was another episode of Unapologetically Anxious Me Confessions of a Haitian Girl in Small Town, Minnesota. I am so excited we got through that with Chaz Coggins. He was such a pleasure to speak to and get to know and um, definitely go out and get the game To Be Known. It is on Amazon now and available. Um, I am very much a huge proponent of getting into these conversations and really 
feeling out these type of games and this one is a good one so i i definitely encourage you to go support Chaz coggins to be known follow him on tiktok and instagram and all that and if you aren't already follow subscribe unapologetically anxious me on instagram as well as um spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts and until next time bye